Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, it is February 27, 2010. February 27, 2010, and 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's time for us to, to be empowered, to be motivated, to be encouraged, to be all that we can be. People, again, I don't take you for granted. I thank each and every one of you for showing up tonight uh, for this dynamic show. Uh, we have some awesome guests uh, lined up for you. Uh, we're going to provide you blueprints and 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 give you insight on how to brand you, to brand yourself, how to develop and harness your uniqueness. Tonight is going to be an absolutely uh, star-studded event. We got I got some of the, the greatest people in the world on on how to be you on here to tell you how to, of course, be you. But before we go any further, I thank God for this opportunity to speak to you tonight. I thank God for this this opportunity to encourage you and motivate you. And without a shadow of doubt, I turn this show over to his Holy Spirit now so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, I don't take you for granted. And I know that there's tons of other things you could be doing right now. But you're here right now. You're listening to the, to this uh, dynamic show that we have planned for you tonight. And I want you to know this. I love you. I constantly pray for you. And I am excited about all the things that we do together. This last year has been a dynamic year for me. And I don't want you to, to ever think that I take you for granted or, or that I, we, we don't appreciate you. We, we appreciate you around here. And to show my appreciation, I am giving away a copy of my book, Beyond the Critics and Their Criticisms, to anyone who contacts me before tomorrow night at midnight, Eastern Standard Time. If you can contact me via email, Twitter, Facebook, um, I will give you – make sure you get one copy of my book, Beyond the Critics and Their Criticisms, absolutely free as a token of my appreciation and as an anniversary gift for me to you. This is this month has marked one year that we've been together here doing creating a championship standard living and I've been just totally just blown away with the, the outpouring of, of responses to this offer and just people that are actually listening to this show. So I thank you. I want to keep continuously reward you for for your time. I want to continually give you a good product. So also with that said, let me know how we're doing. You can contact me on all, many of the social networking sites, uh, Facebook, MySpace, Twitter. You can contact me at Facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. Or you can contact me at MySpace.com slash Miles W. Miller. Or you can contact me at Twitter, Twitter.com slash, you guessed it, Miles W. Miller. Or you can email me at mileswmiller at gmail.com, or you can leave a, a comment on the Blog Talk site here. That's blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. People, again, like I said, I don't take you for granted. I love each and every one of you. I thank you for just your outpouring of support. And we're going to continue to, to make this product great and better so that you continuously get what it is you came for and that you can continue to be motivated to be who it is you've been called to be. I'm actually absolutely excited to give you this brand of encouragement that we have here, this creating a championship standard 
of Living Brand. I'm I am absolutely just excited and overjoyed to give you this each and every week. So keep coming back, keep telling your friends about it, keep emailing these podcasts out, keep letting people know we exist because we're gonna take this to a whole nother level. We're gonna take this to a whole nother level. And I'm so thankful that each and every one of you will be right there as we make this this bold move to motivate the world. So moving forward in the show, I wanna thank you again for just tuning in. And each week what I wanna do is I wanna give you a special t- um a special touch. I want you to when you come here that something special happens. I want that that when you when you, when you listen to this show and or you listen to the podcast again that something special happens in your spirit and in your heart that you know that you've come in contact with something dynamic that can set you free and set you in in motion to really achieve your goals and realize your destiny. So, with that in mind, with that in mind, I'm going to give you this week's divine intervention and this week's presidential wisdom, and then we're going to go into our, one of our motivational moments. This week's presidential wisdom, excuse me, this week's divine intervention. Uh, you know, each week, each week I give you a scripture from the Bible. This week's divine intervention comes from Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-eight. Excuse me, verse twenty-seven. No, let me let me let me do this. I'm going to give you a triple bonus here. I'm going to give you Genesis one verses twenty six through twenty eight, and I'm reading from the King James Bible, and it reads, "And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth." So God created man in his image. The image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. So that is this week's divine intervention. I want to... Um, just setting the table for what we got got uh, set up for you. I want you to hold on to that divine intervention because we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that point because that's a dynamic point. And I'm going to also now give you this week's presidential wisdom. Each week, you know, I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom is, and you've heard this before, but I want to I want to really get this into your your mind. I want you to really hear what I'm saying. And it reads, we need to internalize this idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. I'll read that again. We need to internalize this idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. And I'll read it for you again. We need to internalize this idea of excellence. Not many folks spend a lot of time trying to be excellent. People, today's show is called Brand You, a course in developing and harnessing your uniqueness. Now, I want you to hold on to the divine intervention that we just gave you and the presidential wisdom because both of those pieces are are very vital to the, the teaching that we have for you today. And the, with, and the message that the dynamic 
instructors are going to have for you. So I want you to hold on to, to both of those things as we continue to move forward in the show, and I'm going to be right back after this brief message. Hey, what's going on? This is Mr. Make It Happen, J.L. Godfrey, and you are tuned in to one of the hottest shows on Blog Talk Radio, Creating a Championship Standard of Living, with my brother and colleague, Mr. Miles W. Miller. You are about to be injected with inspiration, so keep it locked right here, and like I always say, it can be done, and the it is your dream. You just have to make it happen. Peace and love. It is utterly important that you understand that you, you're going to have to apply some work. You're going to have to you're going to have to give some effort. See, that's how you win a championship, people. If um, I played on many championship teams, if if we hadn't conditioned and practiced and and worked hard during the summer months, there's no time. There's no there wouldn't be a, a chance that we could even think about placing the trophy in the, in the fall months when we when I was playing football. It was virtually impossible. Your, your preparation matters. It's different between someone who's great and who's not great is the, is the preparation. You must prepare to win. You must prepare to be great. And once you're prepared, you have to execute. And, and if you can do those things together, guess what? You can earn your greatness. So, and, and keeping in line with our quote, our presence of wisdom, in reaffirming the greatness of our nation, we understand that greatness is never given. It must be earned. So go out today, people, and earn your greatness because you deserve it and, and your whole legacy is counting on you. weren't put here just to hold up space and take up air. You were put here to do something dynamic. You were put here to make things better. Everything is created to be a solution to something. Okay? Nobody's life is in vain. There's a, a quote I want to read to you from uh, Dr. Mike Murdoch. I, I read a lot of his, his books on wisdom. Um, he says that God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. God saw something that no one else could solve, so he created you. He also goes on to say that everything was created to solve a problem. So, your your very life is a solution 
to somebody's problem. God disguised the solution to a certain set of problems when he created you. So you're... So I want you to, I'm just, I'm, I'm going here with you on this because I want you to truly understand that you are important. Your life is important. You, your destiny is important. And don't, don't let anyone ever tell you anything differently. You are important. You have to be here. But there's also some, some rules that go along with you being here. So we'll get into that also. So you're important because God created you for a solution. Your life is designed to impact countless others and you are put here as a specific answer to a certain set of problems so take your worth in that and know that there's something dynamic for you to do so that's the segue to my lesson today my lesson today is seven ways to promote positive self-image seven ways to promote a positive self-image step one Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you. Place high value on God's view of you, which we just talked about in depth. And I can go further with this. You have to understand that if you can hear my voice, we each and every one of us was created in the likeness and image of God. None of us created ourselves. So it's a, it's like having a car. If I have a Ford Motor Company vehicle and I take it to a, a General Motors dealership, now the General Motors dealership can actually call Ford and get information. But how much simpler is it for me to take that car back to a Ford dealer? Because they created the car. They know that car better than anybody else knows that car. So true is our relationship with God, our relationship with our Creator. Who knows us better than that which created us, that spirit that created us? And when you be, when you get in tune with that spirit that created you, you get a true true blue value, a true blue estimate of what and who you really are. Because nobody else can truly tell you what you are. In fact, you, why would you listen to what, the opinion of another human being who only uses 5% of their brain? How can somebody that only uses 5% of their brain tell you what you're not? I want you to think about that. And we're back. I want to thank you all for uh, for tuning in again today. This is Creating the Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. Today we are doing a special, a special event called Brand You. Brand You. Brand You. A course in developing and harnessing your uniqueness. People, you are important. Now, I, I played those specific motivational moments because I want you to understand you are important. Your life is not in vain. And the one thing that you could the worst thing you could ever do in life is to go around trying to emulate someone else because at that point you negate the fact that you were put here on this earth you were put here on this earth to be a specific solution to a certain set of problems so that's what this show is about today i want to give you the blueprint for how to walk in confidence in your uniqueness because we need you to be the best you possible. You see, I have been trained by some of the greatest people in the world. I have been, I have, I've been sat in training with Les Brown, uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, 
uh, Pastor Gennaro Lee, uh, Mr. Greg Harden at, at the University of Michigan. I have studied under some dynamic people, and I take pieces from everything that they've taught me. But what you will see, and although you may see semblances of what they've taught me, you're going to see my originality come through all of it. And that's what I want you to do. You're going to be taught today by some dynamic people, not to emulate those people, but to take the principles that these people operate in and use them for your own life to empower your own life. Because guess what? There's only one you. Did you know that even identical twins, a set of identical twins, although they have similar DNA, or they have identical DNA, they are not the same people. Each and every one of them has a soul and a spirit that is, that is that is one with God. And because of that, that soul and that spirit that's one with God, you instantly have a become a separate entity with God. So we're going to teach you today how to operate in your uniqueness because we need you to be who God created you to be. There, there's one Miles W. Miller in this earth already. There's one Les Brown. There's one you. And we need each of those people to be who God called those people to be. It's okay to be you. It's an absolutely phenomenal thing to be you, to be the absolute best you that you can be. And there's nothing wrong with being you. Sometimes I know I, I used to get teased a lot in, in my earlier years. I was, the, I was the overweight kid in the class, and sometimes, you know, I felt my self-esteem may have been may have taken nosedives at those times. But now I can tell you I cherish being Miles W. Miller. I cherish the person that God has created me to be. I cherish the fact that I'm unique. I cherish the fact that I don't, I don't fit in everywhere. There's some places I can't go. I cherish the fact that, that I have to accommodate for the fact that I'm not like everybody else. Even buying a pair of pants, I can't buy, everybody, buy the same pants that everybody else buys. I have to go and make sure that you know my body type is different. It's not a cookie-cutter body type. So I have to accommodate for the fact that I don't fit in everywhere. And I'm telling you, it's okay. So let me tell you, let me share something else with you guys before we go any further. I want you to know that life without hope is a nightmare. And today the nightmare ends. The nightmare of trying to assimilate to something that you're not ends. It's over today. It's over today. It's over right now. The nightmare is over. Life without hope is a nightmare. But the nightmare ends today because, baby, I came to bring hope. See, I have come today to provide hope to dreamers, visionaries, and go-getters that the very life of your imagination is not only possible, it's plausible. And if you want it, you can have it today. But that comes from you being you. That comes from you harnessing that very power that God placed on the inside of you at the moment of your creation, through conception. It comes from you harnessing that very power that God placed inside of you. See, your life is not in vain. In Scripture, God tells us that He tells us that He knows the plan that He has for us, plans of good, not of evil, to bring about a desired outcome. See, things may not be appearing the way you want them to appear right now, 
but God has his hand on you. Listen to me very carefully. God has his hand on you to bring about a desired outcome. And if you can just trust that very spirit that's inside of you. Remember, go back to our, our divine intervention. We're created in his likeness and image. That very thing that's inside of you, that's, that's pulling you to, do, to be, live the life of your dreams, is a divine connection with the creator. And I want, I want you to stop ignoring that. I want you to stop trying to be like everybody else. I want you to be you. And today, we're going to give you the blueprint. Three of the world's dy- most dynamic people are coming today to tell you and give you the blueprint for how to be the, the world's best you. See, I tell everybody I'm a world-class motivator, and I want to help you become a world-class you. I want you to be the, the, the world's best you. Listen to me again. I want you to be, to be the world's best you. Today, we're, we're giving you hope. We're giving you encouragement. We're giving you motivation. And we're showing you real-life people who are, who are out here doing the very things that they talk about. But most importantly, they have harnessed that very power inside of them, that very thing that that causes them to stand out and not blend in. And I'm telling you, today that power is is available for you if you want it. What I always tell people is this. Whatever you're open to, you you can reproduce. Whatever you're open to in your spirit, you can reproduce naturally. So today we're going to give you some principles spiritually that if you're open to them, and you let them impregnate the greatness inside of you, you can reproduce the very ideal life that you, you so seek. So, real quick, we're going to go into our visualization um, segment, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go through this because we, we, we're, we're, we're definitely um, well-versed in how we do this. So I'm not going to take long with this, but I want you, each and every one of you, stop what you're doing. Okay, unless you're driving. If you're driving, pull over to the side of the road. Then stop what you're doing. Okay, you're with me. You're with me. I'm with you. I want you to listen to my voice. Listen, listen to me very carefully. I'm going to tell you something dynamic. Today is your day to live a life of your dreams. Today is your day. Like, like I decreed earlier, the nightmare is over. I came to provide hope. So where there's hope, the, 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 the possibility of life exists. There's hope on this line today. There's hope on this, on this radio show today. There's hope in this event today. Let me tell you something. I'm getting excited because I, I really, I love doing this. I get up for this. I love this. I want to see you thrive. I want to see you thrive. So I'm going back to this. Whatever you're open to, you can reproduce in your life. Whatever you're open to spiritually, you can reproduce in your life naturally. So open your mind up to what we're getting ready to do here. I want you just to relax. I'm going to take about two minutes and do this. I want you to imagine yourself in an IMAX movie theater. And in this IMAX movie theater, as a screen, as you look at this screen, this screen is larger than life. As you're looking at this screen, I want you to begin to see the picture coming onto the screen. And that picture that's coming onto the screen is your ideal life. What does your ideal life look like? I want you to, to, to focus on the beauty of the things that you want in life. I want you to focus on, on your ideal life irregards of price, irregards of what anybody told you you can't have, irregards of any limitation. I want you to, this is, you're free here. You're, you're free to imagine 
your life as you want it. Regardless of what anybody may have t- told you in the past that you can't have, I want you to forget about it. What do you want? I told you, I tell you all the time, I want a, I want a Ro- Rolls Royce ghost. And I'm not ashamed to tell you that I want a Rolls Royce ghost and I'm going to have one. Actually, I'm going to have a whole fleet of them. So what I want you to do is, in regards of what you may think or what somebody may have told you, you can't happen, I want you to see your ideal life on this screen. I want you to see the things you want in life on this screen. I want you to see your family up there. I want you to see people happy. I want you to see yourself in that debt-free home. I want you to see yourself driving that debt-free car. I want you to see, see yourself in shape. I want you to see yourself healthy, whole, enjoying life. I want you to see yourself walking through that brand new home. I want you to see yourself touching the leather on that new car. I want you to see yourself in the flow of life. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see the colors. If you're if it's an exotic vacation you so desire, I want you to see yourself looking at the exotic birds, looking at the exotic fish in the ocean and walking on the beach with the the sand going through your toes. I'm thinking about that right now. I want to you know, it's cold in Atlanta today. I want to go somewhere where it's warm. And I see my as I just said, I see myself in a in a warm climate. I want you to see yourself enjoying life. I want you to see yourself being being generous and being able to to be a blessing to other people. I want you to see yourself doing dynamic stuff. Now, as you're seeing yourself in this flow, you're in the flow of life now. Life has a rhythm, and you're in the rhythm of life now. I want you to to capture the feelings. What do, what does it feel like to see yourself living the life of your dreams? I know for me, it feels liberating. It feels joyous. It feels I feel happy just thinking about living my ideal life. What do you feel like? I want you to hold on to those feelings. I want you to grab those feelings. I want you to harness those feelings. Now, as you're holding on to those feelings, and now if you've harnessed those feelings, I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say this. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. I receive all of my divine good free and unfettered right now. People, without a shadow of a doubt, it's your time to live the life of your dreams. The nightmare is over, people. The nightmare has ended. I came to provide hope today, and where there's hope, there's life. And where there's hope, there's possibility. And where there's possibility, anything can happen. So we're going to go into another motivational moment. Then we're going to bring on our first guest, and we're going to have a dynamic time. So let's, let's have a good time, and let, let's uh, go to this motivational moment. I'll be right back.
again, I'm uh, just completely honored to um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's within inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you. The, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that which of you, that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in, because you weren't put here to blend in, you're put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one: keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem. They battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves. They, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world. And they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that. And the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image. How could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you, you're less than, than, than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you, know, you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's a fault. That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur. Not like a donkey. Not like a horse. Not like a bear. But in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your, your existence on this earth, your existence in this, universe, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he created you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your, in your heart that you are put here 
for a special assignment from the Creator. Hello, and we're back. I am absolutely on fire right now, and I have to 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 remind myself that we have a time limit. So I have to get these dynamic guests in here, and and, and I hope that they are as fired up as I am right now because I I want you guys to get this. I want you to be the world's best you. If you take nothing else from tonight, hear hear what I just said. I want you to be the world's best you. So to start off our our, our dynamic panel. We're going to talk about the art of being unapologetically you. And I've found the best person in the world that I could, could bring to you tonight to tell you how to be unapologetically you, how to, how to be you without regrets. My guest coming on tonight is a certified life coach and relationship specialist from Los Angeles, California, and I'm going to let her introduce herself to you. Without further ado, I want to introduce to you Ms. Kiki Richardson. Thank you for having me. This is Miss Kiki, the consummate provocateur. So I'm excited to be here and to let everybody know about how to be the best them and not apologize for it. Thank you for having me. It's an absolute honor, and I, like I said, I found the I found the world's best people. I, I mean, in, in each division that I, 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 we have for the, our audience tonight. So when I think about being unapologetic, I think about Kiki Richardson. <laughs> <laughs> so. I want you to tell the people, why are you unapologetically who you are? Well, I am who I am, and all of my life experiences, the pleasant ones and the unpleasant ones, have made me who I am today. So I've learned those lessons, and they've taught me a lot about who I am and what I believe. So I know that ultimately the one thing that I know I'm great at is being me. And I know there has to be a, a, a level of arrogance, or as um, my good friend, Ms. Tanoa Bond, would say, audacity to stand toe-to-toe <laughs> with anybody and not bat an eye when it comes to be, being who I am. And um, it's kind of like when I used to box. It's one of those things that I used to watch my opponent, and I would wait for the moment that their breathing would change or look for that inkling of doubt in their eyes, and that's when I knew I had them beat. So I go through life always thinking, and knowing that someone is watching me, waiting for that moment of an inkling of doubt, and that can never happen. Right. So that's why I am unapologetically me. Wow. So, as a you know, just going back to something you just said, as a boxer, I know that that being competitive in that in that type of uh, arena, you you say you're looking for. You know, you know, your opponent's looking for a, like a moment of weakness, a moment of uh, uh, that you get let your guard down. How do you keep your guard up so that you can you never have a moment where you, you're not being you? I don't. I mean, it's not a matter of having a guard up. It's a matter of paying attention and being aware of me and being aware of everything around me. Right. Right. So, with that said. How do you handle other people's opinion of who they think Kiki should be? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I mean, 
I have to be able to look myself in the mirror and like who I see. Right. And, it, and if I don't, I'm off track. You know, everybody has an opinion about something or someone, and if I spent energy trying to conform to, to, to be in that mold of who they want me to be, I would exist to live. I would just be existing. Right. I wouldn't be living. I would just be existing. And when, when you just asked me that, it made me think of something. Lauren Hill has a song called The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. And one of the, my favorite lines in that song is that she says, every time I tried to be what someone else thought of me, I was so caught up, I was unable to achieve. But deep in my heart, the answer, it was in me. And I made up my mind to define my own destiny. So I can't get caught up with what you think I should be. I can't do that because then I'm off track. I'm not living my destiny. I'm living some semblance of a destiny you want me to live. Wow. Wow. I think that's important for people to know that it's, like I said, at the beginning of the show, it's okay to be you. I can't, you, you, like you just said, it, it's, you can't live your life trying to be who somebody else says you should be. You have to be who you know you've been called to be. So in, in, in doing so, Kiki, what advice would you give to someone who's fighting an identity crisis so that they understand that it is okay to be who they've been called to be? Well, I don't know what an identity crisis is. <laughs> <laughs> because the thing is, you know, we, I guess what that means is that they, they're not sure of who they are. Yes. And the only thing that I would say to someone, and I try to, I have tried, and I take that word back, and I know that everybody's going to hate me because that's a poison word. Try is a poison word. But one of the things that I attempt to not do is give advice because when someone is struggling with something, oftentimes they're asking you to tell them how to feel about something, and that's not my job to do. My job is to allow them to find it for themselves, just to empower them, to mirror them, to be who they are. So the only thing that in the tech context of this question, watch your own front yard. Stop worrying about what your neighbors are doing in their yard. Wow. All the time, the energy that you spend in watching them nurture and cultivate their lawn, you could be nurturing and cultivating you. Wow. Wow. That's dynamic stuff. Um, cultivate your own front yard. That, that's, that's powerful stuff. And I, I, I like I like. The energy that you you gave when you said that, and using that same energy. Now I know you you you, you don't want to give people advice, but give you <laughs> three factors, three important factors that you use to keep your self esteem high. Oh, absolutely, that's easy. One, it's it's three of them. acknowledge, accept, and never apologize. I acknowledge that I'm unique from everyone else. I acknowledge my strengths and my weaknesses so that I can grow and understand who I am and make a better me. I'm improving myself. I'm a work in progress, so I'm improving myself. So I have to acknowledge who I am. Then I have to accept or embrace that. I have to embrace the fact that I'm different, and, it, and that's what makes me special, and that I'm perfect in all of my imperfections. Wow. Wow. And then the final thing would be never apologize. My journey is my journey. Never, I never let anyone else define my journey for me and who I'm supposed to be. If I wear a size 7 shoe, why would I try to squeeze in a 5.5? Because I'm going to be uncomfortable, and in me being uncomfortable, I'm going to make you uncomfortable. And not a good look either. 
Now, when you take them out, them corns will be everywhere. You know, you <laughs> so it's bad all the way around. You see what happens? It's bad all the way around. You're, you're, you're uncomfortable in that moment, and then you cause long-term damage to your feet. So why do that? Don't be uncomfortable in your skin because you're doing long-term damage. It's your skin. Be at one with it. Be at peace with it. Don't fight it. Wow. Don't fight it. Well, I, I, you know, I, I knew that you would have something dynamic to share with these people, with, with, with the audience, with myself. Just in keeping in that same vein, in talking with you and, and, and reading more about you and, and li- listening to you tell me about life, mm-hmm. you've told me about some of your experiences having uh, and working with the late, great uh, Bernie Mac and having him as a, a mentor to you and sometimes as a father figure. Mm-hmm. Could you share with the audience how he, he's taught, the th- some of the things he may have taught you on how to handle yourself uh, personally, professionally, and in business? Well, I think that he actually taught me so much in all of those veins, connected. They they were not separate, you understand, because I'm a whole person. So all those parts make up one thing. But some of the things that he taught me was about my work ethic, you know, be on time and stay as long as I need to to get it right. If I'm cheating myself, I'm cheating my fans or whoever, you know, who's ever going to – benefit from my presence. So that's never a good thing, to always study my craft, whatever it is, learn as much as I could from whoever I could. And his thing was, one of his quotes about that was, proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. Proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. So prepare, study, learn. Be the first one there and the last one to leave. He also told me about not burning my bridges. The same people that I see on the way up, I'm going to see on the way down, except they're going to be happy this time. They're not happy seeing me rise, but they're going to have to be happy to see me fall. You know, um, oftentimes he you know, told me to keep my mouth shut. Don't talk so much. Listen, because people will tell you, you know, they'll, t- help you, they'll help you tear something down, but they won't help you build it up. If you told everybody, hey, I'm building this house on Saturday, can you come by and help me, you know, lay these bricks? When Saturday rolls around, you're not going to have too many people showing up. But if you told somebody to come by, you're going to have this wing-ding of a party, and we're going to tear the roof down, they'd be all there, front and center. Yes, indeed. You know, told me to stay true to myself. Don't change who I am in the presence of anybody. And that integrity, that my word determines my worth. You know, uh, another thing about being a lady personally, you know, he's like, it's okay to be outlandish because, you know, my energy is all over the place. You know, I've been the same person my whole entire life. It was just a matter of me learning how to use my powers for good, so to speak. But one of the things that he always said as a young lady, you know, everybody's always watching. And you never know. So always put a little CL on your ASS. Wow. You get it? Class, baby. Have some class, you know. Um, and just being loyal. He's one of, He was one of the most loyal people I knew. And he always was like, you know, be loyal to your craft, be loyal to your loved ones, and most importantly, be loyal to yourself. Because if you cheat on yourself, you can't be trusted. Hmm. Wow. Wow. I think the the main idea that we wanted to get – across be loyal to yourself and that is how you be be unapologetically you absolutely you have to be loyal and true 
to you. But before you can do all of that, you got to do the dirty work. You know, it's easy. You know how people say it's easier said than done. You have to do the the self-work. You have to do self-inventory. You have to dig down and go through the muck and mire of who you really are, the good and the bad. Yes, yes. You got to be willing to improve on the on the good things and fix the bad things because you are a work in progress. Yes, yes, indeed. Wow. I'm just sitting here. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just utterly amazed, and, and, and I'm, I'm starting to understand understand some things about my own personal life just hearing you talk. Some things I could I could have been doing better a long time ago too. Well, it wasn't your turn. I'm sure I've never. I'm not saying anything to you that you may not have heard before in the past. But the reality is this: everybody gets to a different place in their journey at different times. And you may have heard it at that point, but you weren't open. You weren't ready. You you weren't porous enough to be able to accept that information. But now you're at a different level of awareness, so now you can receive it. Wow. And that's what I was saying earlier in the show when I said, whatever you're open. But whatever you open yourself up to spiritually, you can you can reproduce it naturally. I think a lot of people like right now, being able to, when you said that stuff, it it has helped me, even in this moment, just see how I can improve my life and and move forward in in a much more dynamic rate. Absolutely, and if you tr- stay true to who you are, your flaws, and your your strengths. If you stay true to that and you understand and you're accountable for it and you're willing to own up to it, then there's a level of respect that will come. Now, everybody's not going to like you, you know. And that was another thing that was taught to me, that was instilled in me. Everybody's not going to like you. Right. But if you carry yourself consistently and you do what you need to do for you, and people will respect that. Now, you will have opportunities where people will try to challenge you, and that's fine. People will try to disrespect you, and that's fine. But it's up to you to be comfortable with who you are enough to stand toe-to-toe with them and say, you know what, you don't have to respect me, but you will not disrespect me. Yes, yes. Because if you don't do that, then you're disrespecting yourself. Never allow somebody to do something to you that you don't want to do. You know what I mean? It's like you, you have to be clear about what your boundaries are. And oftentimes when we start to conform to other people, we lose our own boundaries and we start to stretch them out to fit other people's boundaries. People need to fit into, fit, fit into your life. If they want to operate within the parameters of your universe, then you, you set the tone. Right. You right. teach people how to treat you. Right. I tell that people that often, even, even my clients, that you, you have to train people how, they, how they're supposed to treat you. Nobody really is... I mean, you would think that we would all just have this common knowledge just to treat people, each other with respect, but some people really don't. And they have to understand that there's a price that you have to pay to be in a relationship with me. There's a price that we have to pay to be in a relationship with you. So, and, and if you're not willing to pay that price, then, you know, it's time to, it's time to leave, leave this space. <laughs> it's the price, price I have to pay to be me. Right. You know, the thing is this. I, I joke about it all the time when I say things about it. You know, I'm sorry I made it look easy. I'm sorry I made it look easy to you <laughs> to be me. But wow. the reality is it's difficult to be who I am. And if it's difficult to be who I am, imagine how much more difficult it would be to be somebody else. Wow. Because the learning curve is so steep at that point. Right. 
You have to now drop everything that's natural and organic and authentic about you to now to try and emulate and be that. That's a lot of work. If you're willing to put that much work into something and being something else, why don't you put the work and the energy and effort into being you? You're wow. worth it. Wow. Kiki, I I hate this. The, the, we, these, these times, they go by so fast. But and move, we have to move to the next segment. But in closing, I want you to give the audience a word of encouragement to live a full and unapologetic life. Live life on purpose and never apologize for being you. Just that simple. Just that simple. Wow. It's and, just that simple. And 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 folks, let's let's just be honest. She's telling you the absolute truth. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. Kiki, let the people know where they can find you because we want to continue to be a, a major support to you. Kiki is everywhere, honey. I know I make it look easy, <laughs> but you can catch me on a regular basis. You can catch me on a regular basis every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time here on Blog Talk Radio. You can go to www.blogtalkradio.com slash P as in Paul, D as in David, A as in Apple, or playing devil's advocate, you get it, PDA, or you can... Uh, if somebody is in need of my services, I am a certified life coach, and my specialization is interpersonal relationships, and that's not just the relationships that you have with your wife or your husband. It's work. It's friends. It's all of that. Um, they can reach me at area code 866. It's toll-free, 679-9716, or they're welcome to send me an email at kiki at kikirichardson.com. So kiki at kikirichardson.com. Well, Kiki, it's been an honor and a blessing to have you here. And, again, I wish you much continued success, and I will continue to be a supporter of yours. If anything I can do for you, if I can't do it, it's done. If you can't do it, it's done. I said if I can do it, it's done. Oh, you can do anything. There it is. You can do anything. You know Chris Ross says that all things are – he's the possibilitarian. It's possible. You can do it. There it is. <laughs> well, Kiki, we stay on stay on the line. Enjoy the rest of the show. But we we absolutely honor you and, and thank you for coming on tonight. Absolutely, thank you for having me. You're so welcome. Okay, people, it's this is we have a meeting in the minds like this. This is such a, a a dynamic time. I'm going to go right into our our next guest because uh, we're moving right along. We, we got this energy going here. I want to keep it going. We got. Uh, a, a dynamic young lady coming on, and she's going to be talking about the art of presenting your best self to the world. The art of presenting your best self to the world. She is um, a dynamic young lady. She's uh, uh, what I, who I would call a public relations guru because she understands how to make people look good. So I want to let her introduce herself as well. Uh, but without further ado, I want to welcome to the show Miss Andrea Adams. Andrea, are you there? Hello. Hello, Andrea. Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I hear you very well. Great. Hi, welcome, welcome. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm doing great after hearing Kiki. I'm just excited over here to talk. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't wait for my turn. That's what we're hoping to do. Look, I know that everybody that that we picked tonight, they were handpicked. I was actually given instructions by God to put them on the show. It, it, it was is out of my hands. So I know that there's something dynamic that you have 
that you are going to bring to the people tonight to tell them how to be the best them and how actually to present that best self to the world. As a as a public relations specialist, guru, expert, what is some of what are give me three keys that you 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 take towards your clients and helping them give their best image? How do you present them to the world so that, that they are marketable? That's a really good question. Um, the three keys that I would actually um, tap into and I even to consider a client, um, not everyone I can market. Um, you definitely have to focus on the inside, who this person really is, have they tap into what their lane should be. You know, right. there's so many people who, like Kiki said, want to do what other people are doing, but actually that's not their calling. You know, it looks good, but really you have to stay in your lane and know what your calling is. So for me, the three things I look at when I when I interview a client or meet with a client, it's really um, are they passionate about what they're, what they're wanting to do or be marketed in? Do they have knowledge, the credibility in order for them to have a following? And are they committed to it? Wow. So how important is, is commitment? How, I hear that word a lot. As a, as a former athlete, commitment was a, something major. How important is commitment of the, of the individual in presenting them be, their best self to the world? How, how important is their commitment to what it is they want to accomplish? How important is the word commitment? How is, is that just a cliche? Or is that, is that that's something that oh, has no. to happen? It has to happen. I mean, you talk about branding you, you talk about the inside and the out, and then once you start having like an online reputation and being in your niche, you have to work, you have to focus on the offline of your reputation too. And so if you're committing to, you know, doing stuff to online and you're not doing it offline, your image, reputation, and things of that nature become shaky. It doesn't have like a strong following behind it. So um, to be committed um, in what you're doing, and to produce some type of audience or some type of, uh, let's say, buzz about yourself and marketing and getting exposure, you have to be committed in whatever that area, you know, that you're marketing yourself in. Right, right. And in and, and, and reading your bio and, and, knowing, and knowing more about you personally, I know that you've worked with, um, with politicians. And sometimes, you know, in some of the last few years, a lot of politicians have been having some, some, some bad runs in the, in the media. Uh, right. What do you do, for instance? We, we're going to take what would you do for a, a politician, as far as like, okay, they've made a, a major mistake, and you you're the person that has to come and fix it. What do you do? Wow. What steps do you take <laughs> in helping them overcome the mistake that a that a, a lay person could do to make sure right. that they don't do it? Right. Um, well, first you tap into um, the offline and, and where, for instance, a politician who is. Um, marketing or uh, in a certain area. You go out to the constituents. You go out and speak to the people and see what they're talking about and see what they heard from the media because sometimes the media can twist things around and make people believe that it's something worse than what it really is. And so really I go out and I represent that person, that individual, and give them an understanding that this person is passionate about what they do and correct their wrongs and, and, and trying to reintroduce them um, in a better light. So whether that's them attending some local events, going to different organizations, actually speaking one-on-one, because people can always see you from afar and think, wow, this is a great person. But then once the media gets involved, it can ruin your reputation. So then you have to step outside your office and actually start, you know, uh, shaking hands with people and actually giving that personal, you know, touch 
to your audience or whatever. I mean, it's kind of like Obama, you know, they, they just said, like, he needs to kind of remove himself from the White House and actually go out, you know what I mean, and tap right. into those zones, whatever, because you can't do everything behind, a, you know, behind your desk. Right. And so for me, I go in and I, I try to figure out exactly, you know, who's having the issue. I mean, whether it's an organization, church, whatever, and I go and I represent and then try to do an event or something like that to bring on that politician to have that, you know, one-on-one question uh, Q&A with the audience so it can kind of clear up their image and not only that, but um, uh, uh, find ways online, too, as far as the blog, you know, because blogs on, online, your reputation can go crazier than it did before y- years ago when you had bad uh, press about someone, you know, it moved at, at a slower rate than it is now. Now that we have online, you hear something now and then you go online and there's tons of information about this individual. So you have to go into online and tap into those areas too and correct, you know, the information that's given. Right. Right. And um just listening to to you speak, I, I hear a, a power and a conviction that if you believe in someone, that you can help them. You can help them present that person to the world. Yes. I want you to talk to a person right now that you as if this is a client of yours. Somebody in this audience needs to hear your voice. As if you you're their you're their PR guru, you're their personal PR guru, and they need mm-hmm. to present the best image of themselves. Mm-hmm. What do okay. you tell them to do? Well, first I would say, um, are you confident about what you're um, trying to market? Um, have you studied your craft? Are um, are are you capable of? Um, representing um, that that area that you want to be marketed. Um, do your online reputation rep- represents your offline reputation? Um, do you have that image when you go out into the public? Um, far as like you know, having that credibility um, when you're stepping out. You know, uh, do you feel um, it's like a tons of things are coming at me right now? Um, are you staying true to yourself? You know, are you going outside the boundaries? Sometimes people think hey, I could be an author, but then also I want to be this, you know, um, this awesome, uh, you know, um, let's say, uh, journalist. And it's like, you know, you have to kind of stay in your lane and know exactly what your calling is. And so for me, to market someone, I have to know that they're, that I believe in you and you believe in yourself. Um, you don't have any doubt um, that you're really committed and passionate about what you're studying, what you're marketing, and that people can actually follow what you're saying, and that you're able to produce. Wow. wow. So, Andrew, tell the people more about what it is you do um, at Stellar Business Solutions. Well, Stellar Business Solutions is a public relations market and communication company. And so basically our, most of our clients are um, speakers, authors, um, trainers, and coaches. Um, there's a few people who are news anchors who want to have like an um, aside from being their everyday nine to five job, go out and actually speak or um, start a nonprofit and things of that nature into their community. And so what we do is um, on the public relations side is we build that press up. We keep we, we find ways to create that buzz about your company or about you uh, per se too as a um, speaker. We have a client who um, is a young lady named by the name of Raina Dubose, and she contracted meningitis her freshman year in college, lost all four of her limbs. And so oh, wow. she's a motivational, inspirational speaker, 
she goes around and she shares her story um, to basically, you know, let people know what meningitis is. And she not only goes speak at universities, speak at business, you know, conferences too, but um, we create press releases and stuff to keep her, keep the buzz of, behind her name because a person can be short, shortly lived, so you have to constantly stay current what's going on. And so for her, you know, we stay current with the news. Um, like right now, she's starting to give back to don to donate some of her prosthetic uh, uh, equipment that she markets um, for Indolite uh, to Haiti or whatever. Um, she created some T-shirts and um, things of that nature. So uh, for us, we basically market that client in in those areas that people need to see them to be visible. Um, so uh, with Solar Business Solution, we also we uh, brand their online presence online. So we manage their social media, we do their website, any type of logo, marketing, things of that nature. Um, and then we manage also any type of communication that you may have to make sure that the content online matches your offline reputation as well. Wow. You, you, you guys do some great things. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we do. I mean, well, public relations is so hard because there's so many people who are so passionate about what they're trying to do, but they have this introvert, you know, uh, they, they're more introvert, and so we have to kind of like mold them to be more extrovert. And actually, right. that's that's how I am. You know, my personal life, I'm introvert, but when it comes to business, I'm an extrovert. I have to get out there. I have to shake hands. I have to meet people. And people have to see that I'm confident and I'm credible for what I do. So I'm totally passionate about public relations. I love it. I love marketing people um, and marketing uh, people's dream. Wow. Again, Andrea, these these, these shows are right. <laughs> I hate this this part of time, but but we in closing, I want you to that that very passion that that you you market people with. I want you to give the audience an encouraging word on how they can stay focused on being the best best self they can. And how they can stay committed. That word, I like that word, committed. How can they stay committed to being their best self? Well, what I would say is um, listen to people who can give you sound advice about what you're trying to do. Observe the 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 uh, observe your your market, your niche. See who's out there. Study study what they're doing. Um, know your goals and make preparation for it. Um, Put yourself around people who can, as, as advisors or mentors, to, to keep you grounded and keep you committed so you can hit your goals and your targets. And make goals that you can accomplish. Don't make them too high where you can't, you can't constantly you keep you know, extending the date. If you're trying to write a book, if you're trying to you know, sell a product or you know, create your invention, you know, make goals and, and stick by them and make them where they're achievable. Andrea, on that note, I, I am absolutely honored that you you've taken the time to come out here and and, and grace the, the stage with us. Um, I want you to know again, like I told Kiki, if there's anything I can do, which means that if I can do it, I, I will do it, and I want to help you as much as I can. So keep let's keep in contact, and and definitely we're gonna we're gonna do some great things together here. I'm excited about what it is you do, and and I'm honored that you take the time to to actually help people live their dreams. Thank, um, thank, and thank you for inviting me onto the show. You're so welcome. Well, people, we're we're moving right along here because we, um, again, time is not our friend right now. But we we're going to make the best use of this time that we have together. And 
I want to bring on our, our our final guest for the night. He is um well he's he's my personal friend. He's he he's we we've just we've reached out to each other and we we've been um in communication with each other and and this I I call our next guest a friend of mine as well. Just like our other guests, they're they're friends of mine now. Um this friend this friend of mine, we call him the Hope Peddler. And we'll let I'll let him tell you more about what it is he does. But without a further ado, without shadow of a doubt, I'd like to welcome to the show Mr. Ronald Wilshire from Houston, Texas. How you doing, Miles? I'm doing phenomenal, sir. It's absolutely uh, great to have you on the show tonight. Well, it's an honor to be here as usual, and uh, I look forward to our visit. Yes, 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 indeed. Um, tell the people more about what you do as a personal branding expert. Well, uh, first of all, I don't really consider myself an expert on anything uh, except mercy and grace because uh, <laughs> there's really not anybody I know that ever needed it more than me. Uh, I'm more of a personal brand enthusiast, and uh, what I try to do is to get people to concentrate on what they're really good at, and uh, that's where we start. Uh, when you say personal branding or social media, you can ask five, six people and get like eight or ten different definitions. Uh, to me, it's all pretty simple. What we try to do is uh, uh, focus on what you're good at, and that's being you, and uh, go from there, and that's, that's your base. Does that make any sense? makes a lot of sense. makes a lot of sense. Well, I brought you on here tonight. Uh, we, we, we're finishing up the, the last class of Brand You tonight, a course in developing and harnessing your uniqueness, and I want you to discuss the art of loving yourself. We, Art of loving yourself. When you mentioned that earlier, I said, you know, that's, uh, it sounds a little bit uh, strange, just uh, the face of it. But uh, uh, as I always tell people, uh, it really is all about you first. Uh, there's this book that I uh, read all the time uh, on Gelion. It's called The Good News. It's better known as uh, the Bible. And it talks about in there, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And I really don't believe that you can love anybody else until you learn to love yourself and accept yourself. Uh, the, the number one uh, reason you're put here is to be who you are. I have, as you know, on uh, Facebook, I have something called Note to Self. And I had a note to self the other day that said, develop the courage to be who you are and become your own competitive advantage. I really believe that once you develop the courage to be who you were put here to be, that everything else falls into place. Wow. In, in, in developing the courage to, to be who you are, what are tips that you would give a person right now to to accept their uniqueness? Uh, number one thing I would tell people is uh, don't, don't worry about uh, or concern yourself with what other people think about you. Uh, you know, when I was, uh, I used to be in real estate for almost 10 years, and, you know, ever when I mentioned that, to the, that I was thinking about going into real estate, I got all these opinions. And really, opinions uh, are just bad facts, as uh, Mike Dooley says on Notes from the Universe. And I think what we tend to do, see, everybody we know, Miles, they can tell us where we should live, how many kids we should have, how much money we should make, right. literally what kind of job we should have. Uh, they can tell us all those things, and they have a little box in their head where we live. Wow. And when we start getting out of that box, it becomes painful to them. And uh, what do they start doing? Well, you know, Ronnie, that real estate, that's commission only. Did you know that? 
You know that real estate, do you know you got to work weekends? They started giving me all this unsolicited advice. Wow. So, and I think that that's not the saddest part. I mean, everybody can tell you all that, your friends, your coworkers, your, your family even. That's not the saddest part. I think the saddest part is we actually listen to them. So one of the first things I tell people if you want to develop the courage to be who you are is don't listen to other people's opinions of who they think you are. Opinions, most of them are worth about as much as you pay for them. So wow. uh, once you once you understand that you have very um, unique gifts that nobody in the history of the world has ever been born with, and uh, if you don't go out and use those gifts, those skills, those talents, are you doing me a favor? Are you doing the world a favor? I'll submit to you, Miles, that you're not only not doing us a favor, you're doing us a big disservice because there's nobody ever been born in the history of the world like you. And I'll also tell you, I really believe that the key to living your destiny is being who you are. Now, we can go into this a little further. I always talk about, you know, if God is love, what is the ultimate expression uh, of love that you could show back? What, what greater way could you show your gratitude for your creator than to go out and be exactly who he created you to be? Wow, that, that's deep stuff. <laughs> That's deep stuff. Well, right it, what, what I try to do, like I say, is I I, I tell people I have a genetic duplicate. Uh, do you know what that is, Miles? Yes, sir. That would that, that would be a twin. Yeah, that would be an identical twin, actually. So you were <laughs> close. And I'll tell you something. I tell people there's nobody in the history of the world like you. Okay. Right. And. I literally have a genetic duplicate. Identical twins are the only two people, to my knowledge, that have the same DNA profile. But would you would you uh, uh, be surprised to find out there's probably not two different people on the face of the planet than me and my twin brother, my identical twin brother? I believe it. I actually alluded to something like that earlier in the show that, you know, yeah, I, I totally believe it. So really, even if you have a genetic duplicate walking around, an identical twin, you still have nobody in the world like you. So when you start understanding those gifts and you start understanding what you were put here to do and what you were, I call it, uh, always lead with your passion. Passion is very attractive. And when you understand what we talk about when God came to this, uh, sent his son to this earth, Jesus, did he have a uh, an agenda? Well, some may say he did, but I'll submit to you that, that it can better be described as a purpose. And I had a note to self uh, not too long ago, and all these hopefully will be out in a book soon. It said, uh, purpose will keep you focused when agenda begs you quit and go home. Mm. And so Mm. when you know what your purpose is, when you're very passionate about what you were put here to do, then uh, I think uh, uh, providence conspires on your behalf to start moving things in your direction that you have no idea uh, uh, what's going on. Do you understand? Does that make sense? It t- makes total sense. I, I totally agree with that. You know, it's, it's like the universe moves in in concert with the person who knows what they want, who knows what they, they're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. Wow. So, so Ronnie, tell people, tell us how how is it possible? Well, not how is it possible. Give us your your opinion from how you live your life. And the principles that you use, how do you you walk boldly? Some people see 
the word bully is, is is important. A lot of people are walking in life and they're walking around doing things, but they're not walking boldly as who they've been called to be. What gives you that boldness to be who you are and to love yourself? Because I know who I am. Uh, I am, uh, going back to that book we talked about earlier, I am a heir to a fortune. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm a child of the king. Yes, sir. See? And when I understand who I am, and that really goes from my head down to my heart, uh, you have no no problem being bold. Now, there is, uh, I think, a fine line sometimes between being arrogant and being confident. But when you're walking uh, and, and living your purpose, I don't think you have to worry about that because I always say confidence is very attractive. I think, Miles, you'll agree with this. If you go and study any top achiever, I don't care if it's in, in uh, uh, the sports world. I don't care if it's in the corporate arena. I don't care uh, what field you choose to study. You'll always find that high achievers always have a very high opinion of who they are, and they have a lot of self-confidence. I mean, the bottom line, as we talked earlier, if you don't believe you're good and you don't believe that you have a gift and and, uh, to share with the world, how do you expect me to believe it? Right, right. I mean, I I have to believe it first. Who you are is so loud I can't hear what you're saying. Yes. See, people would rather see a sermon any day than hear one. See? Wow. And so when I go out and about, I have this confidence of knowing that uh, I'm going to run into somebody that needs to hear something that I have to say. And all good things come from above, right? Yes, this has nothing to do, Miles, with religion, in my humble opinion. It has nothing to do with church, per se. Yes, sir. It has everything to do with who I am, my spirit nature, see? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I'm just again, you know, you're you're letting you release some dynamic stuff here, and it's um, I want you to talk to the people more about the spirit of of, of loving yourself because you tap you tapped into some dynamic here. The spirit of loving yourself. What? How do you harness that spirit of loving yourself? Well, I think the spirit uh, is all around us. We we actually are a spirit in body form. We are uh, in the Hebrew, I think it's Hebrew, maybe Greek, but it says the okum kadoxa, the image and the glory of God. And if God is a spirit, what does that make us? Right. See, we're all perfect spirits because we come from the perfect source. We're all connected. And so when I go out and I'm, I'm uh, the way I uh, choose to live my life is I understand we're all connected. We're all part of the higher spirit, the ultimate spirit. See, some people call it, I call it God, some people call it divine source, some people call it the universe. It doesn't matter what you call it. There's over 1,100 names for God in the Bible. And again, this has nothing to do with religion or church per se, but it has everything to do with understanding who you are and why you were put on this earth. So I think, uh, and a lot of people tell me, well, Ronnie, you, uh, you remind me a lot of uh, Tony Robbins. You remind me of Joel Osteen. Well, I think those two guys are amazing individuals. They've accomplished, obviously, amazing things. Right. But with all due respect to them, I do one thing much better than either one of them, and what is that? Be yeah. me. 
You're the best running wisher. <laughs> I, I can be me better than they can. They can be them better than I can. So what does that make us? That makes us equal. See, even the founders of our Constitution, what did they say? We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created pretty much alike. No, we're all equal. We have that same chance. Why? Because everything we do, Miles, everything that you see in physical form had its beginning. The, it, the, the genesis of it was in thought, in spirit. Yes. See? So anything, I'm, I'm a huge believer in the thoughts uh, you think and the words you speak today will frame the tomorrow you step into. Yes, That's sir. why it's so vitally important to understand who you are and to understand your thought life and how powerful it is. Every word you speak will come back to you in some physical manifestation. There's no doubt in my mind. The power of life and death is where? In the tongue. See? So when we understand, our mom used to say, be careful what you wish for, be careful what you say. Well, <laughs> it doesn't just go out and dissipate, does it? Right, exactly. It will come back. So I hope I answered your question. I, I uh, uh, tried to. <laughs> you you definitely, and in fact, you answered everything I want you to. I want you to allude to that because, see, I, I really believe that, and it, and you what you said went fell right in line. I know you you may not heard the earlier part of the show, but I I give um, a divine intervention each week, and this week's scripture was that very thing that you just said that we're well, creating. I'm not surprised. I, I didn't listen to the show, but what was it? I'm sorry. That we're creating is Genesis one uh, and twenty six through uh, twenty eight. That we're creating the likeness and image of God. And and that, that amazing. I didn't even hear that. And then I brought that up. The Okum Kedoksa. See that that we have that same recreative power. See. Yes, sir. I mean, God created everything ex nihilo out of nothing. See. Well, if we're part of Him, we have that same recreative power. And I think the the, the very uh, uh, beginning of, of understanding your purpose and who you are is to realize the power that your thoughts and words have. Once you start understanding the power of that, then you're on your way to discovering your purpose and to understanding why you're here. Right. So in, in, in harnessing the power of our words, how do we speak to ourselves in love? To that, such that it, it it promotes us to continue to be who who we're supposed to be. Well, you know, we've heard it a lot. Self talk. Uh, my self talk is every time I hear uh, or, or I have a negative thought, I cast it down. There's a verse in the Bible that says, uh, "Whatsoever things are true and just and pure and holy, if there be any good report or anything good, think on these things." See, even see, God knows us intimately. He He made us. He knows how we work. So he knows that if he can get us to think only on good things, what is going to be manifest in our life? Only good things. So any time that I have anything negative come through my mind, if it disagrees with my faith, I don't speak it and I cast it down. I don't. I, I put something else over it. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because I'm in control. Well, Ronnie, you don't understand. I just I, there's some things I just can't control. Well, absolutely you can control. It says in that book, it says, uh, casting down every thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What does that mean? That means anything that's not good, you're to take control of it. Because all things, good things come from above. So if you're constantly training yourself, you know, there's a verse in there that says, renew your mind. 
Well, when you renew your mind, that is not necessarily a spiritual process. That is an intellectual process. So when you start understanding, I always tell people, if you don't know, let's say, for instance, Miles, you had a large inheritance in a bank somewhere in uh, uh, California. Uh, If you didn't know you had it, it would be the same as not having it, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes, indeed. See? So I think, personally, I see most people, and I say this uh, uh, many times, we're living far below our privilege. I mean, we are uh, uh, created in the image and the likeness of God with that same recreative power. So when we start understanding that, it gives you the confidence to go out and be who you're created to be. Now, when I talk about passion, what, what is passion? I always said, if you want to find out what you were put here on this earth to do, go and find something that you would do, even if they didn't pay you for it, and then figure out how to get them to pay you for it. Well, that's your passion, see? When I was in real estate, that's how it was. I literally worked seven days a week, but I really didn't work. I enjoyed it so much. That's the same with this now. I know, I know I was called to spread good news. I just have that gift to go out and people say, well, Ronnie, this really makes a lot of sense what you say. I haven't heard it explained this way before, you know, on and on and on. Well, I think that's God telling me keep doing what you're doing, see, because you're here. And I tell people, and I heard this from a guy on the the Internet that he kind of helped me quantify this. There is a large number of people. I think his name is Jeff Herring. I'm not not sure if you're familiar with him. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. I, I, I learned something from, I think, everybody, or I tried to, everybody I listened to, and he really helped me quantify. Do you know, Miles, there's a large number of people out there that can only be touched by you. Nobody else can touch them. That's why I think competition is only in your head. Yes, sir. I don't compete, and I don't compare. Why? There's nobody else out there like me with my uh, gifts. See? So when you take that out of your mind, the pie is not finite. The pie is infinite. It's expanding geometrically in all directions. The universe is literally expanding in in, in all directions at the speed of light. I mean, (laughs) there's more than any, there's more than enough for everybody because it comes from the ultimate source, see? So I think if we take that out of our mind, well, I can't do that, Ronnie. Well, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Man, people are going to do this. I have something that uh, I do on the internet. I set up custom landing pages. And I do it to show people how to start branding themselves. I mean, it's very important to start branding yourself, use your name, and uh, have that as a base before you take off into social media. Well, I have probably at least three, maybe as many as six people already copying this idea. Okay. And I had a guy come up to me the other day and says, you know, I want to apologize to you for this guy that, you know, he's, he's really taking your idea and running with it. You know what I told him? doesn't matter. Go for it, man. Anything I have, I'm here to share. You go out and put your spin on it, okay? Right. Because when you understand, if imitation is your goal, second best is all you can ever hope for, brother. That's wow. <laughs> why when you understand that if you go out and be who you are, you have no competition, see? There's people out there waiting to hear what you have to say. But you've got to be passionate about it. You have to be uh, believe it. You know, I mean, that, that, that's how I get when I start talking, when I talk to you, when I talk to other people. I'm very passionate about understanding. If you really knew, uh, and Miles, you do, I think, 
uh, know for sure, but most people don't know the power they have. They don't yes. understand my thoughts set the power of the universe in motion. Yes, sir. Think of every great corporation. We may have talked about this earlier. Every great corporation that's alive today that's, that's booming, and a lot of them, you know, Google and Microsoft and IBM, but all the top corporations. How did all those corporations initially start? An idea. They, they started as a single thought, an idea in somebody's head. Think about it. Yes, sir. Everything you see in physical form started as a thought in somebody's head, as an idea. I mean, you right now, I truly believe, have the next idea that could be a billion-dollar corporation. But what do we do? We'll go out and start – sir? I receive that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and, and you should because I believe you have uh, uh, the ability to change the world as we know it. I mean, you look at some of the people uh, that changed the world in their lifetime, Henry Ford, Mother Teresa, Mahatma Gandhi, all these people, they changed the world in their lifetime. Well, I don't think if, if we believe the Constitution is all men are created equal, God is not going to be favor one over the other. Right. Oh, Ronnie, he gives some different gifts and blah, you know. I don't, I don't believe. I believe he treats everybody equally. What is it up to? It's up to us, see? We're the one that has the key, see? Because we have the ability to speak life, choose life, or choose the other way. I choose life every day. Yes, sir. I mean, the last time I checked, Miles, it still said daily bread. I think that's one of the people uh, or the m mistakes that a lot of people make is they bring their past into the future, or they try to bring their future, or I'm sorry, their past into the present, or they try to bring their future into the present. Messes everything up. If you think about it, God always said, I'm the great used to be, I'm the great going to be. What did he always say? <laughs> the great I am. What does that mean? That means man now. Now right is all now. you got. See, I truly believe, Miles, do you know that every single uh, dream and desire that you've ever had in your life has already been created, and it's waiting on you. Yes, sir. What is it waiting on? It's waiting on us to have the faith to believe it. Wow. We, just, we don't have wow. the faith. We don't believe it. We'll bounce it off a couple of our friends, and, uh, oh, no, yeah, maybe, oh, maybe, maybe I better stay here. This seems a little more safe. I had a note to self that said, security is merely an illusion, blindly pursued, by the ill-informed. There is no such thing as security in this world. Wow. There's no such thing. So understand, you have the ability. The secret is you are the secret. That's the secret. But we go out and we look in all these other places for the secret when it's right here inside us. See, that gift that we have. I'll give you a quick example. I have, was working with a lady that uh, is into a... Uh, uh, um, uh, an MLM business, okay. and I always tell people, what is your passion? When I sit down, the very first thing I do is say, what is your passion? What, what would you do even if they didn't pay you? Well, this lady said, uh, I said, it's not this business, is it? She goes, no. She said, uh, four years ago, she and her husband were hit by a drunk driver, and it killed her husband, and it almost killed her. She said, you know, I'd like to go around speaking to high school kids about the dangers of drunk driving. I said, there's your passion. I said, what do you think if you started speaking about that? And she got really passionate and, and really had tears in her eyes, started crying. 
I said, what do you think would happen to your business if you went out and started talking about that all over the United States and all these high school auditoriums? I mean, there's no telling what would happen to our business. Right. I had another guy that did the same thing. His, his passion was music. He loved music. It wasn't insurance. I said, insurance is boring. Don't talk about that. Talk about your passion. You can talk to him today several months later. I asked him a couple of weeks ago, how's your business doing? He goes, you know, I'm almost too busy. <laughs> I think wow. you don't get many people saying that in this uh, uh, current economic climate we're in, right? Well, right. because of him, he got passionate about it, see? And people started coming up to him wanting, and still to this day, and it, he said this, this is a, the most amazing transformation. People come up and want to write him to write their insurance. He said, Ron, I hadn't said two, two sentences to them about insurance. They, they don't even hardly know me. Passion is very attractive. Catch on fire with enthusiasm. They'll come from miles to watch you burn, brother. Ronnie, I, I am absolutely on fire right now, and I hate <laughs> to do this. We 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 got to close the show out, but I want you to 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 leave our audience with one word of with a word of encouragement to to keep that fire burning. To keep that fire burning. Number one, uh, one of my favorite. And I put this out, I think, on a note to self. There are many things that I don't understand, Miles, but there's one thing that I do. Love conquers all. When you start understanding how that works and let it filter into your psyche, it'll change everything. That's the reason you're here, to help other people. When you help other people, what's going to come back? The very thing you send out. Everything you send out, you'll reap what you sow. So I enjoyed uh, visiting with you as always, Miles. It's always a pleasure, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do it again soon. Yes, sir. Likewise. And I, I'm, I'm absolutely honored and blessed by this opportunity, and, and I look forward to, to doing this again. Well, I appreciate it, Miles. Have a good evening. You too, sir. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Talk to you later. Well, people, it, it comes that time in the show where we, we, have, to, we have to leave but we, we're not leaving from you. We're just waiting till next week. Without a shadow of a doubt, people, um, we've had a dynamic, dynamic lesson in developing and harnessing your uniqueness. I want to thank, without a shadow of a doubt, uh, Ms. Kiki Richardson uh, in Los Angeles, California. I want to thank Miss um, Andrea Adams in Detroit, Michigan, and Mr. Ronald Wilshire down in Houston, Texas. Um, I want to thank them for, for putting together or coming together to, to create a dynamic um, instructional body tonight for you. And without further ado, I want to thank also the people who, behind the scenes who helped put this show together, Ms. Tiffany Patton um, over at Your Dreams by Design. Um, just a phenomenal job of, of, of putting the, the my vision together for you. Um, Mr. Kenneth Moody, I want to thank him for, for his technical uh, advice, and um, also Ms. L'Oreal Tillman, Ms. Jatana Beetle, uh, for helping me with the, with the graphics of putting together a flyer this week. Um, I'm just thankful for each and every one of you, and I want to thank you, the listeners. I want you to I want to thank you personally for continuing to come out and support creating a championship standard of living, and we're going to continue to, to ignite you and light you on fire for your destiny. I want to thank uh, Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, Dr. Beverly Jackson, Pastor Janato Lee, Lady Tiffany Lee, and each and every one of you again. 
This has been Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I'm your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller, and you know my motto and my mantra. My mantra and my motto, don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. Don't ever give up, don't ever quit in your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.